This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my awesome colleagues. Welcome to day 22 of 40 days to PMP exam success. Let's jump into scope for today. Task eight, plan and manage scope. We've got so much to talk about. So let me jump into a few questions for you, okay? Very first question. You collected descriptions of required functionality from a requirements workshop. The descriptions are short textual forms that describe the stakeholder role, who benefits from the feature, what the stakeholder needs to complete, and the benefit to the stakeholder. These form of descriptions are called what? All right. Hit the pause button if you need more time. I'm guessing you know the answer to this. It's not A or B or D. It's C. This is a user story. Okay, let's move on to the next one. A variety of industries such as film, advertising, and structural design, instructional design, and software development projects use storyboarding to show mock-up navigation path through web pages, screens, or other user interfaces. This is an example of what? All right, the best answer that I was looking for is the least obvious, or I should say, the so obvious that it almost looks like it can't be that. And that's D, it's prototyping. We're really talking more about storyboarding, but storyboarding is a prototyping technique, okay? All right, let's go to one more question before we jump into some content. So, you are a project manager, you were facing difficulty collecting requirements for a particular activity since the person doing it is either reluctant or unable to articulate the details. Hence, you assigned one of your team members to perform that person's job or tasks to carry out processes to experience how it is done to uncover hidden requirements. This is an example of what? Hit the pause button if you need more time. Think about it. For this one, I'm going to give you a little bit more time. And I'll actually give you a clue. You can find the answer to this in your PMBOK guide. Okay. All right. Three, two, and one. All right. The answer to this is not D. It's not role playing because this is actually real world. It's not personas because that would be a description putting yourself into the life of that user. But that's not what this is. This is actually going in to learn the hidden requirements by putting yourself on the job. And it's not facilitation, obviously. Okay. The best answer that we were looking for is option A, participant observer. 
So let's read a little bit about the minutiae behind this. Observation and conversation provide a direct way of viewing individuals in their environment and how they perform their jobs or tasks and carry out processes. It is particularly helpful for detailed processes where the people who use the product have difficulty or are reluctant to articulate their requirements. Observation is known as job shadowing, is usually done externally by an observer viewing a business expert performing a job, can also be done by a participant observer who actually performs a process or procedure to experience how it is done to uncover hidden requirements. Okay, so this is hiding in plain sight in the PMBOK guide, believe it or not. Okay, so if you search in your PMBOK guide, sixth edition, you will find this information. Okay, and with that, we have to jump into some content now. So let's jump into Domain 2, Task 8, by jumping on the road and listening to some content. Here we go. I'm just going to recalibrate and make sure it starts right from the start. Here we go. Day 22 of 40 days to PMP exam success. Day 22 focuses on the process piece with scope management. It's called manage scope. So you think about it. What do we do in scope management? What is in the content outline is significantly shorter than what is in the sixth edition. We have three broad categories of these enablers, and I'm just going to give you the paraphrased version. One, collect your requirements. Two, break down the scope using a WBS. And three, control the scope and get it validated in the form of the validate scope process. Now, while it doesn't use that explicitly, that's what it boils down to. So let me tell you the full story so that you get a better breakdown. One, the very first thing you do in the world of the PMI is to always plan, how am I going to manage this knowledge area? And that's called plan scope management. Plan scope management guides you on how you're going to manage scope. It's all about the big how. And then we have the requirements management plan, which is also an output of here. And it's a, how am I going to collect the requirements? How am I going to manage the requirements? That's really what the question is. Now to go a step further, you go into the next process, which is collect requirements. And in collect requirements, we're collecting those requirements. Whatever those requirements are, we're collecting them. After collect requirements, we get to a process called define scope. And define scope is where we break down what is needed to actually deliver those requirements. Think about it like this. It's one thing to say, I want a chicken sandwich that's hot, right? The requirement, hot chicken sandwich. But the work to actually make that sandwich that's what we do in defined scope. We need to break down the work 
to understand what do we need to do to deliver this requirement. Get it? And that's it. After you're done with this step, define scope, you then consolidate all of your scope findings and ideas into what we call a work breakdown structure. We call it create WBS. We create the work breakdown structure. And as a result of that, we get something known as the scope baseline. The scope baseline has three things in it. It has a WBS, a WBS dictionary, and a project scope statement. That's it. Those three things make the scope baseline. And the scope baseline is part of the PMI's holy grail. It is so important. Everyone talks about the scope baseline in the world of the PMI. Now, after the scope baseline has given you the baseline for what is in scope, and you now know what is not in scope and what is in scope, you're moving into the monitoring and controlling process group now, and this is where you're going to the validate scope process where the customer validates the scope. You could say it's one of the stakeholders, key stakeholders, sponsor, whoever it is. You validate scope, and that's where your customer says, yeah, this meets what I was looking for. This is exactly what I wanted. Or they might say, no, I want to change request. This is not what I requested. All right. And then the last thing that happens is the control scope process. And control scope is where the project manager should ensure that extras are not added. This is where the project manager ensures that anything that is done on the project is in scope. So in other words, we are controlling the project from scope creep and from gold plating. And that's the general idea. And that's scope in a nutshell. Now, in the world of Agile, you know, it works differently. Scope is variable. It's not fixed. So the way we tackle scope, it varies. Okay? And in the world of Agile, we have flexible scope, which means we plan in iterations. Scope is variable. It's not fixed. What's in your product backlog? It could change. It could vary. So for today, I want you to take a look at the questions I have. I have a number of questions. Some of them are from the world of Agile and some of them are from the world of Predictive. I want you to do your very best to answer these. And by the time you're done, you'll get a much more robust idea of the aspect of scope. All right. I hope you enjoy this night episode. I'll speak to you soon. Let's take a look closely at what we have for today. Here are the first set of open-ended questions. Again, go through them. And if there's anything you need explained, do put a question in the comments. Here's the second set of questions. Use it as a checklist. Make sure you understand what all this is talking about. And here's the third set of questions. So roughly 70 questions on scope. This is definitely more than enough for you to play with. Definitely more than enough. I think we have almost 100 questions on scope. But they're open-ended. You should know what these are, okay, before you exam. All right, so let's move into final questions. 
I've got a few more, so here we go. Okay. You are a team member on an Agile project. Your team broke down epics into user stories. This is an example of what? What would you call that? All right. The best answer is this is decomposition. It's B. Okay. Look at all the other options. It's none of those. It's not elicitation. It's not prioritization. Breaking epics into stories is a great example of decomposition. All right. Let's move to the next one. Which of the following is an output of validate scope process? All right, this is one of those you either know it or you don't. The best answer is not A, it's not D, it's not C, it's B. It's accepted deliverables, all right? This is pretty straightforward stuff that you should already know. All right, let's take a look at the final one. Final question. The uncontrolled expansion to product or project scope without adjustment to time, cost, and resources is referred to as what? Okay, hit the pause button if you need more time. The answer, best answer, is scope creep. That's the general term. Now, one of the children of scope creep is gold plating, but not every aspect of scope creep is gold plating. There are many ways to increase scope, such as nibbling, keep adding extras, keep asking for extras as a customer. So it's not always on the team side. It could just be the customer that is nibbling, and that leads to scope creep. Okay, So scope creep is the parent. Gold plating is one of the children of it. All right, my friends. So that concludes day 22. Again, don't forget to go to hpmexam.com if you need additional help. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share this video with your friends. And as soon as I'm able, I will bring you another episode. But that concludes day 22. A lot of content. I hope you enjoyed it. Speak to you soon and bye for now.